Yes, ha- hashtag Yong Gang, y'all. Hi. Yeah, hi, hi, honey. <laughs> hi. I see you're yawning like usual over here. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about this area. I don't either. It, it didn't take me much today. I just had to start it. Like I didn't even start making a sound, and you were already yawning. I've been yawning over here. I know. Mm-hmm. Been working hard today. Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back, heathens, uh, to the Daily Bible Podcast. Uh, you know, we took off last week, uh, you know, because I needed some time off. So glad to be back. Are you glad to be back, honey? Oh, you know, thrilled. Just thrilled yeah. to be talking so about excited. this shit again. So excited to be talking about Jeremiah again. I can't wait till this fucking book is over. Yeah. It's like chapter after chapter, the exact same thing. Yep. It, in fact, today she was like, Wait, what did we leave off on? Because I swear I've read this before. <laughs> and she hadn't read it before, but it's well, just I mean, the I same have, shit. Because I've read the Bible before. It's just, I thought... Oh, I meant in this iteration. Yeah, I thought that's what we did. I thought this this week is what we did last week. And I was reading and I was like, isn't this what... Didn't we read this part last week? And <laughs> apparently not. Um, it's I guess it's a copypasta, kind of. Yeah, it's what it seems like. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just the same shit all over and over again. But... I can't wait to get back into yeah, other do, shit. Do you want to hear about what we're going to learn today? Oh, yeah, please. Please tell me what we're going to learn today. Okay. Okay. Well, in case you uh, forgot, last time a bunch of screaming bitches were yelling about how... Uh, slicing up your dick isn't going to be a guarantee to get on God's good side. Um, apparently. I feel like the people getting their dick sliced would be the screaming bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Seems like it'd be uncomfortable. But these, pe- these people were, I guess they were screaming about, ah, it's not going to help you. Yeah. Fucking heathens. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, all right. So to continue in Jerry's story here, the people of Israel are told not to suck the impotent idols off because they can't get it up, which would be the whole impotency part. Um, Jerry then has a dick measuring contest between the idols and God, and of course, God wins. Yeah. I mean, God always wins. Right. Especially in the dick measuring contest. (laughs) But you see, here's Jerry's logic on this, okay? The other gods, they didn't make anything, but his god made everything. So therefore, his god's better than all the other gods. I make cookies. Mm, yes, you make good cookies, honey. And cheesecake. And cheesecake. Good cheesecake, too. Does that make me a goddess? I I don't know. Oh. Did you make the earth? No, but neither did he. <laughs> Um, God then goes into a lot of detail about how he takes out his lightning dick and flashes it across the sky while he bends over and breaks wind to create wind. <laughs> That's happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he re- uh, God reiterates that idols are created by men. And then uh, somebody just randomly goes and destroys God's tent. So God has a pity party. The guy that created everything, the earth, the heavens, uh, all the animals and everything like that, has a pity party over a trashed tent. Seems like he could just make another one. Yeah, you would think that he could just snap it and it would be fine, right? Mm-hmm. I guess he's not all powerful. Jerry then asks God to commit genocide and kill everyone that doesn't worship him. 
sounds reasonable. I mean, right? Uh, Jerry then declares that the covenant has been broken. So fuck them all. The covenants, uh, the it's it, cursed objects of the covenants were let out to fuck all the Israelites up. Um, God reiterates that it's too late to beg for forgiveness so you can get off your hands and knees. But he still wants you to suck his dick. Let's let's just be clear. He still wants that. It just it's not gonna help. Paganism has pissed God off, so he puts his fingers in his ears and he yells, la, 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 la. The Israelites then pissed off by God because he's up there with his fingers in his ear, you know, singing the la 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 thing. They decide that they're gonna kill Jerry. Well. Luckily enough, God was only half pretending not to listen because he was definitely listening to these fucks, and so God warned Jerry about the assassination attempt. And uh, this this is actually some pretty good drama here because God says that he's going to kill them all, the men that actually plotted the, the murder of Jerry. Uh, he's going to have swords come in and kill them. Uh, men with swords, not walking around swords. Although uh, that would be more interesting. It would be a lot more interesting. And I, I mean, I, he could pull it off. He's God, right? Yeah, he could do anything. But instead of having living swords walking through the town trying to kill people, you ha- you just have regular guys coming in to fuck them up. But anyways, it's not only going to kill the guys that plotted against Jerry, but God is also going to kill all of the children with famine because God is good all the time. The time God is good. Yeah. This is another one of those places where you can bookmark it because, like, this is God directly saying, Listen, I'm going to fuck those kids up. <laughs> because their parents made a bad decision. Yeah. Obviously, that's, you should definitely punish the children for the sins of the parent. Um, Jerry then gets upset at God's timetable for killing them. God then pinky swears that he'll do it eventually just in the natural course of time. And I mean, they'll get fucked up just because that's how things are at this point in time. Just trust him. Just got to trust God, Jerry. God damn it. <laughs> I feel like that would make him mad. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all that we're going to be learning today. So, um, I don't really think that we need to go through it. It's just the same we, bullshit we, over and over and over again. Yeah, but we've come this far. We might as well just go ahead and knock it out. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, well, we'll see you guys here in a minute. What's up, heathens? How, how y'all, y'all doing? doing? So I hope you guys are ready to learn more about the Bible today and how yeah. God's going to kill a bunch of kids. Yeah. I feel like I feel like a yay, you know, that birthday party sort of <laughs> yay thing needs to be. Yeah, we probably right shouldn't here. do that. Yeah, no, we <laughs> shouldn't celebrate um, child genocide, although God does. So one, one, of the, one of those freeze frame high fives at the end of an episode. Yeah. And next, God's going to kill a bunch of kids. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today we're going to do Jeremiah 10, 11, and 12, right? All right. And, yeah, last time we ended up where they were talking about how um, you have to be righteous. We learned how to boast properly, right? Mm -hmm. Um, We also learned that just being circumcised is not enough to get you into heaven, which I guess this doesn't really speak to the women, just the men. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah. I mean, the women really didn't matter at this point in time, right? Well, true, but they had to be circumcised in their heart. So that was the point. Um, are you ready to start today? Oh, yes. Jeremiah chapter 10. Mm-hmm. All right. Hear what the Lord says to you, people of Israel. This is what the Lord says. Do not learn the ways of the nations or be terrified by signs in the heavens, though the nations are terrified by them. For the practices of the people are worthless. They cut a tree out of the forest, and a craftsman shapes it with his chisel. They adorn it with silver and gold. They fasten it with hammer and nails, so it will not totter. Like a scarecrow in a cucumber field, their idols cannot speak. They must be carried because they cannot walk. Do not fear them. They can do no harm, nor can they do any good. This is the portion talking about how idols are impotent. Right. Yeah. Because they can't do shit. They can't do anything. Like, get it up. Well, I mean, without being um, fastened, they they they'll totter. Yeah. Yeah. So I could just see God making his case up there. It's like, listen, OK, you really don't want to suck on a flaccid one. You just want something really rock hard and it's just <laughs> rock hard all the time. And that's your boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's not exactly what he said, but we'll we'll continue. Um, no one that now this is Jeremiah talking to God, right? Okay. No one is like you, Lord. You are great, and your name is mighty in power. Who should not fear you? King of the nations, this is your due. Among all the wise leaders of the nations and in all their kingdoms, there is no one like you. They are all senseless and foolish. They are taught by worthless wooden idols. Hammered silver is brought from Tarshish and gold from Uphaz. What the craftsmen and goldsmiths have made is then dressed in blue and purple, all made by skilled workers. But the Lord is the true God. He is the living God, the eternal king. When he is angry, the earth trembles. The nations cannot endure his wrath. So that's some. (laughs) She made the dick sucking face. (laughs) (laughs) Now they're going to wonder which one that is. Anyway. um, Yeah. So he he's definitely boosting God's ego here. Right. Mm -hmm. So. God tells Jeremiah, he, this is God talking to Jeremiah now, tell them this, these gods who did not make the heavens and the earth will perish from the earth and from under the heavens. But God made the earth by his power. He founded the world by his wisdom and stretched out the heavens by his understanding. When he thunders the waters and the heavens roar, he makes clouds rise from the ends of the earth. He sends lightning with rain. He brings out the wind from the storehouses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that would be the breaking of the wind. Yes, he bent over, spread his cheeks. Yeah, actually, I think if you spread your cheeks, you don't get the butt flap that goes with the fart. That would be the thunder. <laughs> this is a really so, weird conversation. It, yeah, God would just have to bend over and just let it fl- fucking ass clap. Uh, only God can clap his ass. I don't know. I mean, they've got there's some videos I've seen. <laughs> Some ass clapping. Godly ass clapping? I mean, I guess it depends on who you ask. Did you go to Pornhub for that? No, I didn't go to Pornhub. (laughs) They put that shit just on Twitter. I didn't ask ask for it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, what about that uh what about that one thing that Jesse Lee Peterson retweeted? I don't I don't I don't know what thing you're referring to. That guy that guy retweets a bunch of dumb shit. Oh, remember he he retweeted a uh, gay porn. 
oh yeah that's right on accident because he he didn't yeah or he, yeah. did he retweet or did he just like it i think he just liked it he may have just liked it mm-hmm. but but it uh, shows up in the feed as yeah. he liked it right yeah. yeah yeah so bless him you know if he likes gay porn fine there is nothing wrong with that yeah he just, uh, he's kind of talks a lot against that yeah he kind of does he doesn't Rita. like he doesn't like male ass clapping <laughs> Except when he sees it. <laughs> okay. Are you ready to continue? Yeah. Everyone is senseless and without knowledge. Every goldsmith is shamed by his idols. The images he makes are a fraud. They have no breath in them. They are worthless. The objects of mockery. When their judgment comes, they will perish. He who is the portion of Jacob is not like these. For he is the maker of all things, including Israel, the people of his inheritance. The Lord Almighty is his name. So again, this is Jeremiah talking about how their God is real. Mm -hmm. The other gods are not. Right. Also, don't make idols of me because I'm shit talking idols. Like this has come from God. Like I'm shit talking idols. So that's why I have the whole no idol rule about me. (laughs) Yeah. And I love how they talk earlier about how. Um, they cut a tree out of the forest and shape it with their chisel and adorn it with silver and gold. And I mean, have you seen a crucifix just or a cross that they hang in churches? Yeah. Well, this I think this one's actually brought up around Christmas time, too, mm-hmm. uh, because, it, uh, you know, having a Christmas tree and everything like that. It's, uh, sometimes it's pointed out how it's actually anti-Christian to do it because of this verse. But I think that there's a little bit, um, you know, uh uh, there's a, there's a little confusion as to what it means as far as here in Jeremiah and then the Christmas tree. Well, here they're talking about idols. Right. Specifically using the tree to chisel an idol, like to make idols out of wood. And yeah, and a, and adorn it with the gold and everything like that. So it's yeah, not they, exactly. Like, dip they right. dip them and decorate them and shit. Yeah. 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 So they're so, coded. So as long as, as the Christians don't do that and, and chisel out like a a Jesus out of wood, which which they do, they do, and they, I've seen plenty of gold plated ones. Mm-hmm. Let's just move past that and mm-hmm. let's just go back to the hey, God fucking hates this shit. Don't do it. Gather up your belongings to leave the land, you who live under siege, for this is what the Lord says. At this time, I will hurl out those who live in this land. I will bring distress on them so that they may be captured. Woe to me because of my injury. So this is so God is saying this is time for captivity. Like the people, the Judeans and the Israelites are going to be made captive again. Right. Mm -hmm. Which we've talked about basically every week. Um, And then this is also (laughs) we're going to have God's pity party here. And God and Jeremiah are going to have a little pity party here. Woe to me because of my injury. My wound is incurable. Yet I said to myself, this is my sickness and I must endure it. My tent is destroyed. All its ropes are snapped. My children are gone from me and are no more. No one is left now to pitch my tent or to set up my shelter. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't got nobody to get me hard. Uh, That's how I took it. Yeah. Pitching his tent. You know, there's women that work in these towns, working women. You all working women. Mm-hmm. They could help him with his tent problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey there, Jerry. <laughs> 
The shepherds are senseless and do not inquire of the Lord, so they do not prosper, and all their flock is scattered. Listen, the report is coming, a great commotion from the land of the north. It will make the towns of Judah desolate, a haunt of jackals. Uh, and then this is, this next section is still in uh, Jeremiah 10, but it's Jeremiah praying to God. Okay. Okay. Lord, I know that people's lives are not their own. It is not for them to direct their steps. Discipline me, Lord, but only in due measure, not in your anger, or you will reduce me to nothing. Pour out your wrath on the nations that do not acknowledge you, on the people who do not call your name, for they have devoured Jacob. They have devoured him completely and destroyed his homeland. So he's basically asking God to just destroy everybody else, like all the other nations, mm-hmm. right? And now we're going to talk about the covenant. Okay. Okay. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Listen to the terms of this covenant and tell them to the people of Judah and to those who live in Jerusalem. Tell them that this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. Cursed is the one who does not obey the terms of this covenant. The terms I commanded your ancestors when I brought them out of Egypt, out of the iron smelting furnace. I said, Obey me and do everything I command you, and you will be my people, and I will be your God. Then I will fulfill the oath I swore to your ancestors, to give them a land flowing with milk and honey, the land you possess today. I answered, Amen, Lord. So, uh, going back a little bit, did I hear that right? That Jerry was like, hey, you know, we don't have control over our own bodies, He says the people's, I know that people's lives are not their own. It is not for them to direct their steps. Like that just sounds abusive as fuck. Like, you know, your life isn't your own and I get not, not Jerry, but God gets control what they do in life and where they go. Like, I don't know. That just seems really controlling and abusive right there. I mean, this whole thing is that way. Oh, I know. I'm Mm -hmm. just pointing out specific instances of like. It's also interesting because. some religions not all obviously because there are very vastly different ones but abrahamic ones specifically i think it's interesting when these people start to talk like people who follow these religions more more the evangelical fundamentalist kind talk about personal responsibility they're real big into personal responsibility but then like there's so much in the bible that kind of negates the idea of personal responsibility Mm-hmm. Um, and this is one of them. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. The Lord said to me, this is Jeremiah, the Lord said to me, proclaim all these words in the towns of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem. Listen to the terms of this covenant and follow them. From the time I brought your ancestors up from Egypt until today, I warned them again and again saying, obey me, but they did not listen or pay attention. Instead, they followed the stubbornness of their evil hearts. So I brought on them all the curses of the covenant I had commanded them to follow, but that they did not keep. And so now Jeremiah is telling, just to like get this, uh, give you some kind of context here. Jeremiah is, God is talking to Jeremiah and telling Jeremiah what to say. And Jeremiah is telling the people of Judah. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to hit your computer. <laughs> <laughs> telling all the people of Judah this message, right? Because that's what God told him to do. Mm-hmm. Then the Lord said to me, There is a conspiracy among the people of Judah and those who live in Jerusalem. They have returned to the sins of their ancestors who refused to listen to my words. They have followed other gods to serve them. 
both Israel and Judah have broken the covenant I made with their ancestors. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. I will bring on them a disaster they cannot escape. Although they cry out to me, I will not listen to them. The towns of Judah and the people of Jerusalem will go and cry out to the gods to whom they burn incense, but they will not help them at all when disaster strikes. You, Judah, have as many gods as you have towns, and the altars you have set up to burn incense to that shameful god Baal are as many as the streets of Jerusalem. Do not pray for this people or offer any plea or petition for them, because I will not listen when they call to me in the time of their distress. So God's basically saying, I am going to fuck you up mm-hmm. and don't fucking beg for my forgiveness when it starts because it's too late for you. Yeah, no amount of dick sucking at this point is going to get me on your side. Which, which to me begs the question, what's the incentive for them to change then? If it's too know. late, what's the incentive to turn to him? So so that they won't get fucked up further? But they're yes. gonna, I mean, he's saying, don't yeah. come to me because it's over. I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. So I guess I just don't understand what the. I guess at this point, God's in, a, in more of a cleanup mode rather than trying to get them to come well yeah i mean and he says he says earlier i you know again and again and again i have told you obey me and you haven't done it and you've just continued your shitty ways and now it's it's too late for you Mm -hmm. you're fucked and you're gonna die Mm -hmm. yeah and and it's their paganism their idolatry that is the thing that bothers him the most Uh um okay so this is god again yeah What is my beloved doing in my temple as she with many others works out her evil schemes? Can consecrated meat avert your punishment when you engage in your wickedness and then you rejoice? The Lord called you a thriving olive tree with the fruit beautiful in form, but with the roar of a mighty storm, he will set it on fire and its branches will be broken. The Lord Almighty who planted you has decreed disaster for you because the people of both Israel and Judah have done evil and aroused my anger by burning incense to Baal. So basically in the beginning of this portion, he's talking about how in the temple, in his temple, they, um, they do their offerings and make their sacrifices and do their prayers and rejoice to God. But at the same time as they're doing that, they're worshiping other gods. And so it makes it not only meaningless, like it's a waste of time. He says, can consecrated meat avert your punishment? Like, are your, you know, offerings really going to help you at this point when you also worship other gods? And so, again, we we come to the jealous God part. Mm-hmm. God's jealous. They're worshiping other gods and he does not fucking like it. Even if they still worship him, it does not matter. Right. Yeah. So he got so angry, he pitched a tent. No. <laughs> he can't pitch any more tents. <laughs> He's low testosterone. <laughs> okay. So what you need to keep in mind here is that like I said just a little bit ago, Jeremiah is preaching this stuff to um, the towns of Judah and to uh, towns of the into the Israelites, right? Yeah, so I, it, would this be just kind of like him having a Michael Scott mo- moment and sort of like walking up and down the streets declaring like all of this shit to yeah. people? 
Yeah. <laughs> so he declares all of this stuff and says all of these things. And it's like really hard preaching. Like he's he's given them a lot of shit. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's saying you fucked up and this is going to happen to you. And it's really harsh. It's a lot of fire and brimstone. Right. People don't tend to like that. They don't tend to like someone telling them that they're fucking it up mm -hmm. and that they're going to get punished. It's it's off putting it. They they might be frightened, um, but it definitely makes them mad. OK, well, it, you know, to be quite honest, given what we've read in the Bible, if this were to have actually happened in the past, mm -hmm. you have to admit the Israelites and the Judeans are just fucking dumb. Oh yeah, they're dopey as hell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, just just to keep just keep that in mind as we keep on reading the Bible because that's going to be important when we get to the New Testament. Mm -hmm. Um, but it just seems like they're all pretty fucking dumb because it, it's the same thing every single time. Like they get into trouble and God saves them, and He's like, "All right, but listen, don't worship other idols, okay? It's just me." And they're like, "Yeah, we got it," and they're good for a bit. But then they break down and they're like, you know what? That bail dick looks really good. <laughs> and then they start doing all the bail dick stuff. And then, you know, other gods and idols and everything like that. And then, and then God has to come in and clean the house again. Yeah. And it's just like this. That's just one iteration. This has happened multiple times throughout the, the history. So, yeah, this I is mean, a cycle that repeats itself over and over and over. Yeah. It's just that now this time. God is a bit more explicit about how, you know, how there's going to be a remnant, like a saved portion of, of the of the uh, community. But <laughs> but he's definitely like, but y'all are definitely fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, this all of this hard, this hard preaching, this this stuff that Jeremiah is saying. And, and we've seen this, too, in the past where the kings and the leaders of the of wherever they're doing their prophesying don't like it mm -hmm. or the people don't like it. And there's, um, you know, their lives are threatened and they get thrown in prison. We've seen that happen before with some prophets. Mm -hmm. And so, um, there is a plot against Jeremiah. Well, yeah. He's been a dick. He's going around talking about how people aren't doing good enough and shit and they're going to get fucked by God. And yeah, but, yeah I'm not surprised, but Jeremiah, I guess is lucky, right? Because God reveals the plot to him. So this, what we're going to go into now, are you ready? Okay, I'm totally ready. Okay. Because the Lord revealed their plot to me, I knew it. For at that time, he showed me what they were doing. I had been like a gentle lamb led to the slaughter. I did not realize that they had plotted against me saying, let us destroy the tree and its fruit. Let us cut him off from the land of the living, that his name be remembered no more. But you, Lord Almighty, who judge righteously the test and test the heart and mind, let me see your vengeance on them. For to you I have committed my cause. So Jeremiah t asks God, says, you know, it's because of you that I now I knew what they were doing so I, I could be saved. Right. I didn't I, I didn't fall for their plan, um, but only because of you. And so now take out your vengeance on these people who tried to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, God, do yeah. it. You said yeah. you would. Let's, let's do it, man. Yeah. So he's pretty vengeful. Mm -hmm. uh, therefore, this is what the Lord says about the people of Anathoth who are threatening to kill you, saying, do not prophesy in the name of the Lord or you will die by our hands. Therefore, this is what the Lord Almighty says. I will punish them. Their young men will die by the sword, their sons and daughters by famine. 
Not even a remnant will be left to them, because I will bring disaster on the people of Anathoth in the year of their punishment. So uh, those people are all going to go away. No remnant of Anathoth will be will remain. Anathoth is fucked. Yeah. Um, so this whole thing kind of shakes Jeremiah a little bit. The idea that he was nearly killed and he, he needs a little bit of reassurance. He's a little angry, um, that he keeps prophesying all this shit and none of it's happening. Right. Mm -hmm. So he, he has this, the following exchange with God. And this is uh, the beginning of Jeremiah 12, chapter 12. You are always righteous, Lord, when I bring a case before you, yet I would speak with you about your justice. Why does the way of the wicked prosper? Why do all the faithless live at ease? You have planted them and they have taken root. They grow and bear fruit. You are always on their lips, but far from their hearts. Yet you know me, Lord. You see me and test my thoughts about you. Drag them off like sheep to be butchered. Set them apart for the day of slaughter. How long will the land lie parched and the grass in every field be withered? Because those who live in it are wicked. The animals and birds have perished. Moreover, the people are saying, he will not see what happens to us. And so he's he's upset that this is taking too long, I guess, right? Yeah. So God answers him. If you have raced with men on foot and they have worn you out, how can you compete with horses? If you stumble in a safe country, how will you manage in the thickets by the Jordan? Your relatives, members of your own family, even they have betrayed you. They have raised a loud cry against you. Do not trust them, though they speak well of you. I will forsake my house, abandon my inheritance. I will give the one I love into the hands of her enemies. My inheritance has become to me like a lion in the forest. She roars at me, therefore I hate her. He has not my has not my inheritance become to me like a speckled bird of prey that other birds of prey surround and attack. Go and gather all the wild beasts, bring them to devour. Many shepherds will ruin my vineyard and trample down my field. They will turn my pleasant field into a desolate wasteland. It will be made a wasteland, parched and desolate before me. The whole land will be laid waste because there is no one who cares. All over the barren heights in the desert, destroyers will swarm. For the sword of the Lord will devour from one end of the land to the other. No one will be safe. They will sow wheat but reap thorns. They will wear themselves out but gain nothing. They will bear the shame of their harvest because of the Lord's fierce anger. So he assures him this is happening. Right. right. Okay. This is what the Lord says. As for all my wicked neighbors who seize the inheritance I gave my people Israel, I will uproot them from their lands, and I will uproot the people of Judah from among them. But after I uproot them, I will again have compassion, and will bring each of them back to their own inheritance and their own country. If they And if they learn well the ways of my people and swear by my name, saying, As surely as the Lord lives, even as they once taught my people to swear by Baal, then they will be established among my people. But if any nation does not listen... I will completely uproot and destroy it, declares the Lord. So this actually kind of breaks it open to where um, even foreigners, people who are not Israelite or Judean, can be his people. Mm -hmm. People from other nations can be his people 
as long as they swear to his name and live by his rules. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he reassures Jeremiah that the wickedness is going to be punished, but that there will be compassion and the, the remnant, the people who are left, the good ones, right. They will be saved and will return to be his people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Eventually, all this will happen. Eventually. <laughs> On God's time. God's timetable, which, yep. you know, we don't know when that could be. But, you know, I'm sure Jerry's looking at the clock at this point. Yes. Tapping um, his foot like, come on, come on. Fuck, you're doing it already. Yeah. So that's all for this for this week's oh, yeah? passage. But next week we're going to move into Jeremiah chapter 13. Oh. And even though God just kind of gave Jeremiah some reassurance, he wants to make a tangible demonstration of his plans. Mm-hmm. So it starts out uh, by God telling Jerry to go, Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rubbing off on yeah, it. To go buy a linen belt and... You guys will figure out, you'll, you'll learn next week what happens with the linen belt. Um, He's probably going to take it off his waist and be like, I'm going to beat you, <laughs> beat some sense into you. Praise that God, Dick. <laughs> he also warns about wineskins. There's Uh-oh. a warning about wineskins. Uh, additional threats of captivity because we know how that works. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. A Jehoiachin is going to be exiled. Jehoiachin. Jehoiachin. So, 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 I don't know. It kind of feels like he comes from uh, the the east. <laughs> Je- Jehoiachin. I, I'm not sure where. Uh, we'll talk about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, allies of theirs will allies of Judah and Israel will become captors because we we know that the other nations are going to come and make judah and israel captives they're bitches yes Mm -hmm. and the reason is because they sinned and we already know what their sin was their destruction they will be destroyed we already know that and it will be there will be drought Mm -hmm. right i can just i can see i can see the other people groups coming up knocking on the city doors being like hey we was told you fucked up so now you gotta come (laughs) and clean our shitholes yeah pretty much and we know that judah and Israel, they're going to pray. They're going to pray. But again, we're going to be we're going to be told that it's useless mm-hmm. to do that. Jeremiah also has another question for God. So Jeremiah is going to ask about it and God's going to respond to him. And there's some more prayer. Oh, we're going to have four executions. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. This is like Game of Thrones again. So that's that's some of the stuff we're gonna have next week. Awesome! Mm-hmm. Can't wait for the can't wait for the four executions that we're gonna get to witness next week. Uh, so, anyways, um, yeah, if you guys uh, want to tune in for those executions, then I guess you'll have to come back uh, same bat time, same bat place next week. Yeah, and um, you know, don't forget to stand up and use your voice. Bye, heathens. Bye, y'all.